Right, boom. New episode of the Talking More Bollocks brought to you by Go Loud. It's me, Terry Penis. It's me, COB. We've never done an intro to a bonus episode, but we're it's gonna do it. Yeah. It's been a while, bro. You're trying to shake the cobwebs off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah right. We were only saying, imagine if we legit forgot how to talk now. I feel like I'm not forgetting how to talk. We haven't done a podcast since about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you last time we done a podcast Cool that was the last episode of the podcast <laughs> I'm at the Havlade meeting my big cousin again today for the first time since July on. It's October next week and yep. this is the first time me and you have seen each other How mm. are you cuz? I'm alright yeah Yeah <laughs> You don't seem too happy to see me <laughs> That's great to see you again yeah. <laughs> You came back in when I was going I, was, I don't know for some reason in my head I was going this would be nice to see him again won't it? Because you walked in and I just sat there and you both talked at me for 10 minutes <laughs> telling me all your, your, your news yeah he hasn't like, told you I was like oh, I remember this is what it's like yeah bro uh, I'm back sorry about the inconsistency this year that's the way I put <laughs> <laughs> no but we're at the being up now now and all yeah and I'm the sole problem. <laughs> like, there's no one else at fault. Like, I mean, nobody. Nobody's even half at fault. <laughs> like, I took a... You had some good reasons. No, I had a good reason. This The last time I just took a break. I just... <laughs> In a small detail, not the whole story. What was the comparison you made? There. About me and my cousin Owen. I said the last time you seen Owen he had hair and the last time I seen you he had a full set of teeth <laughs> so in the meantime I'm at the losing a couple of teeth uh-huh. for no reason many scans yet again and you know what as well what I learnt boys that what's that you called with the universe you know that thing like karma or something is it see in the fucking Care the Dignam episode he was slagging me and all because I was in the hospital before for tonsillitis but mm. I don't know what happened there so Care and Calvin were giving me a bit of stick and all and then it turned out that I ended up but I actually I had this joke at that stage didn't I I was at the lose in the tooth and all already by then I was a tooth down yeah, yeah that's so I'm at the lose in a few teeth um, that was the first tooth he's another tooth down again yeah. another tooth down again but another no reason yeah. like I'm getting teeth took out. That's what, and that's something that I have to say as well. A lot of people are messaging me, been like, oh, because I put a yoke up saying, thank fuck, because everyone's saying, it could be this, could be this, try this, try that. But a lot of people are messaging me, been like, uh, a lot of people are messaging me, asking me, was it my teeth that was the problem? Mm. And it's nothing got to do with my fucking teeth. Yeah. And I'm at the losing two fucking teeth thinking it was my fucking teeth. Yeah. It's hilarious because we're over two months into it. And we still don't know what it is or what caused it. So we still wait for a diagnosis. So, yeah, that's why he's not going into the full detail of what's going on. I don't know what's fucking wrong with me. <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm two teeth down. And I'm. Just, but the only thing is, they got they found tablets that's working for the pain. Because I'm at the main on some heavy painkillers for the last two months and they wasn't really helping with the pain. But now I have something that will keep the pain at bay. <coughs> we find out what it is. Right, so we've missed out on about seven or eight weeks worth of recording. Uh, missed out on EP as well I missed EP I'm sick of that EP, yeah. mm. do you know how but seriously do you know why I don't I don't really like the live shows but I love them when I'm there but see that whole build up and all, the build up to EP I couldn't wait for boys. I was looking because it's 60 minutes on a stage just have a buzz there's a little crowd there it's all intimate it's just a good little buzz mm. and then obviously I couldn't go to that because it was in a bad way oh, I tell you I swear to God so you rang me that morning. Like we had a feeling it was going to happen, though. Yeah. But you rang. You rang early. It was about twenty past eight. Remember you wake me mm. up. And you're like I'm not going. I was like, "Grand, I'm, 
I'm not doing it. Yeah. But you were like, do it. And then Willa rang me and Willa was like, look, I'm ready when you are. Or if you don't want to do it, it's up to you. And then Darren clearly rang me and said the same thing. And I was like, fuck it, we'll do it then. I'd never do it again without you, mate. I was rattled on the stage. So what, what conclusion did you come to as to why I was so nervous? That you haven't got someone to share the experience with you. So mm. like, you know, you can go on the stage, you can say something, but you know then I'm going to say something back and then I know you're going to say something to follow that. Yeah. Like I'm saying something and just waiting for feedback off the crowd. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you're just like, oh. And can I just say as well to everyone that was at the Electric Picnic show, honestly, I can't be more thankful to a crowd and an audience, mate. I went up on that stage and I explained the situation and not one person left. Yeah. Like if everyone had to grow up and said, fuck that, I'm out here, I would have completely understood, but they were so patient they were so welcoming. They were very uh, reassuring, mate. I swear to God, I'd never been so nervous in my life for the whole thing. I drank four or five of them bleeding cans of water. I was pissing for about an hour after. Mm. And I was shaking and everyone was coming up to me after. And even my board said it to me, about three or four hours later, I still wasn't over it. Do you know what I mean? Like we'd gone and we'd seen bleeding three or four other acts. And after my board was like, you're still not over it, aren't you? I was like, no, I can't get it out of my mind. I was, it was a traumatic experience. But I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have did it without you. Oh, I was mate. saying to you, I do it. Aaron's giving the loads, but the crowd, the crowd were unbelievable. And yeah. even at the end, so speaking of EP, I got hit with a good question down there. And I swear to God, I remember saying to myself, I have to talk about this on the podcast. One of the girls down there said, if you could pick three headliners for the Friday, Saturday and Sunday in EP, who would you pick? I thought that was a fantastic question. Like that word in there? Just EP's on next year. They ring you and say, Terry, we need three headliners for Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Who are you picking? Like one for each night. Anybody in the world? Anyone in the world. Adele, Friday night. Right. Kendrick Lamar, Saturday night. Right. Sunday night, Kanye West. Anyone argues with me, I'll, I'll, I'll do nothing but I'll disagree with you. That's a great trade, boys, yeah? Can I bring people back from the dead now? No. Right, because they brought Whitney straight back for the Sunday. Yeah. <coughs> Whitney Houston, bro, imagine that. She has some uh, upbeat songs as well. Imagine everyone in the crowd sobbing, flashing their lights and all. Yeah, but I went Friday Coldplay, Saturday Kanye, and then Sunday I said close out on the main stage. Belt is only would have been lethal. Ah, belt is only is a great show. I mean, we actually got, got to see them this year. Yeah, very well, well for you. Really right. enjoyed it. Uh, tickets are on sale for a live show, twenty third, twenty fourth of November, Thursday and Friday night. Um, so if any of you want to come to a live show, go to Ticketmaster. Type in Talking Bollocks, Shifty O'Hara. That's that, and. We're up for the Listener's Choice Award in the Irish Podcast Awards. So go on the Irish Podcast Awards. Go on to the Irish Podcast Awards website, go down to Listener's Choice, type in Talking Bollocks, click in there, put your email address in, and then go to your email to confirm it as well. We won it last year. We'd love nothing more than to do it back to back because that'd be some crack. Yeah. That's actually the week of the live shows. So Is it? Yeah. Why? That's the Tuesday. And then it was in like, September last year. It's in November this year. It's a Tuesday, and then the live shows are the Thursday, Friday. So. Yeah, we win. Moon walking onto the stage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We did that actually last year as well. So I don't know what I'm going on like as if it'd be like some sort of surprise because we came out with the award last year, didn't we? All? The the live show, yeah, you did. We came out with the Listener's Choice Award. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Think me with the dogs bollocks. Kelly Harden didn't come out. Didn't even bring her Olympic medal with her. Yeah, you you looked a bit small time. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, she played, it, she played it down as if, like, why would I bring that with me? You know, and we're like, out, we won this though. <laughs> bring it everywhere with you. Oh, yeah, genuinely, Alan. No, genuinely. That was one of the proudest moments I've ever had oh, since this podcast started. It, it was. was. Since the podcast, that's the proudest moment in my life. On it, no, it was because, like, 
people had to go out of their way and vote and you can only vote once and you can pick any podcast in the country and they picked ours but not that really only that the lot. competition is every podcast in the country yeah and we're not and the some of them are doing pod- millions of listens and all we're not the biggest podcast in the country it's that simple we're not but there's like these it's podcasts are around a lot longer in fairness like I'm not taking away from anyone they're around a lot longer and there's some big names doing podcasts but, so we're nowhere near the biggest so the fact that we won that is a it shows that we have the best yeah. fans yeah our listeners the most loyal say. listeners in the world say it all the time yeah two in a row would be nice and then the hat trick to follow on you <laughs> let's do two first <laughs> <laughs> this is how I'm bringing the straight back to earth like come on Alan any questions was there any questions in the meantime yeah of course yeah loads was there not many about your well being which I don't know what you want to read into that <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> I don't want to well, I don't think many people even knew because people are pulling me and being like what's the story it was like Terrence in the hospital and everyone's like is it yeah what's wrong with him I was like I don't know <laughs> no one actually knows but that kind of played in two ways because I was like I really don't know and I don't want to go into too much detail because I don't want to tell them it's this and then it'll come out next week at something else but plus I wanted to think about the content and save it but like, I, how many the podcast and we'll tell you how many different things was it though it was a two take <laughs> yeah, but seriously, boy. So now you've ended up in hospital with tonsillitis oh, yeah. oh. and a toothache. There was a time he had a cough that definitely wasn't COVID, but he ended up in intensive care. Did I? And, and now it's a toothache. <laughs> Three times. You need to get a loyalty card, Terry, when they stamp it, and then you know, the sixth one is free. That's what you boys, need. No, come here, actually. This is something that I did actually want to bring up. Legit, boys, yeah? There's a correlation there. I had this conversation with you, yeah? When I was flat out on the other stuff and all, yeah? I was never ever sick once in my life. The only time I was ever in hospital was for broken bones, hands, noses, stupid stuff like that, you know what I mean? Broken bones and stuff. Mm-hmm. I was never sick. I never even had a fucking head cold. Can't remember ever the time being sick. And since I got off the stuff, I'm sick every... Once a month, I'm sick. Once a month. Tonsillitis, flowers, dish out that I have now. Like, so many different things. What is that? There has to be a correlation. You're just getting older. No, I don't believe it. I'm not buying that, bro. Maybe you just burnt out your immune system. Yeah. See, I'm thinking you just, because you knocked everything on the head, you're like, I'm healthy now and you don't do anything to maintain your health. Yeah, in fact, like you're well, not... Well, come here, I think knocking everything on the head is enough. No, but no. he's right, though. What yeah. way do I not? I keep going myself, boys. Oh, no, some days you forget to eat. You come in here and yeah, we ask you, have you eaten all day? And you, you realise then, as you're in the building at five o'clock in the evening, you realise, oh, I forgot to eat all day. Boys, when I was on the stuff, and I'm not even, this isn't an exaggeration, I go four and five days without eating. Yeah, but then you'd make up for it. Hell, I couldn't, because my stomach could be like a peanut. I promise this, boys. I never ate. Never see pictures of me, boys. Oh my God. Means you look better. Like a greyhound, <laughs> boys. See, when you do the before and after, the before looks better than the after. <laughs> <laughs> money messing but you don't uh, you don't have the the best of consistent diets now no but I didn't then either boys this is my point I don't have the best of diets but I didn't then and I train more now. I train a million times more now than I did then well if somebody is smart enough to tell me if there is a correlation tell me because there has to be first question go on go on I'm going to welcome you back with a Texas question but what's the point do you get me? Actually, I can't even get into it. Go on. Lorcan asks if Terence had to live in one of the following two places, which would it be? Number one, North Inner City, Dublin, surrounded by Texans and horses, oh. or number two, Texas, in the cowboy landscape, surrounded by dubs. It'd be just like a big old Dublin. Yeah, but it's not the point. I know it's Texas. You get me? 
Yeah, but you're reminded everywhere you looked at it's Texas vibes. You don't even like fucking the Garth Brooks concerts because no. they had cowboy hats on. He's never like he's actually rattled with that. Yeah, but I genuinely I I can't answer it because my problem is with Texas. Yeah, I know you always think that it's a cowboys and all. I have a problem with them as well. But like you, you'd be putting your address down and I'd be like twenty-seven dollars a street, Dublin one, Texas, Houston, Texas. That'd be the only way you'd know you were in Texas. Yeah. Whereas here you'd be like twenty-seven dollars a street, Dublin one, Dublin Ireland, and everywhere you look, people have cowboy hats. And horses and cactuses and desert and whatever. Yeah, I don't else. think I could deal with that, boys, to be honest with you. Yeah. I'll go with Texas, yeah. It's a great question, but I didn't like it. <laughs> Shannon wants to know when do people stop clapping on, on planes but start clapping at funerals? Is that just an Irish thing? Like it's the saddest speech ever, but people are clapping like Ireland won the World Cup. No, boys. <coughs> sort of one of the first times I heard that, right? My old teacher died 10 years ago, uh, me and Bob Walsh. So, Bob Walsh, a very good friend of mine. I went to school with him, but then we got into the same class in college. Yeah. And our old principal died while we were in college, so we had to take the day off and go to the funeral. And when we were sitting in the church, they brought back one of the old teachers who had just retired like the year before, and he gave the eulogy. And it was one of the best things I've ever heard in my life. You'd never think you were at a funeral. You want to hear the speech he gave, tell you all about his life and how good of a friend he was, oh, and all the achievements he's ever made. And it all revert back to why he was a good friend. And just natural instinct just felt like standing up and clapping. It was fucking phenomenal. It was unbelievable. Do you know what I mean? No one was crying. Everyone was applauding at how well that speech was put together. It was deadly. And I heard a load of eulogies like that now and people clapping. And when but they, wait, what, what's the thing like? That you, you shouldn't should? be clapping at funerals? You shouldn't. Like, what's the... If somebody does this... Would it not be weird if someone to do a big speech and not a whisper? And if they walk back, give them a blade and clap. It depends on what the speech is. Yeah, but no, regardless. If somebody's had to get in the bollocks to go up there and talk about somebody that's had to pass away. Hang on for a minute. There was young ones getting up at Harper's Communion giving speeches and no one was clapping. Communion, bro. So getting up there at the bollocks and give a speech? Yeah, but yeah, and it's all about bleeding. God. Bleeding from the Gospel according to John. Well, you're, re- you're only reading a bleeding verse, like, do you get me? I'm talking about somebody's had to write a speech to go up at a funeral about their mother, father, friend, cousin, no matter what it is, and finishes the speech and you don't clap, you're the biggest wanker I've ever met in my life. I think some speeches are different, though. Do you know what I mean? Some, some no. of it... What? I don't know. Some... A sad speech or a funny speech should both be clapped, bro. I disagree. So you wouldn't clap? I, th- I think it depends on the mood. Because I've been to funerals where people didn't clap. Uh, so you're saying every funeral you've ever been to after the eulogy was read people clapped? Yes. Yeah, really? I, I've never seen somebody not clap after the eulogy. I've never ever seen have you? That. Sorry, are you asking me have I ever seen it? Yeah. Yeah. People not clapping? Oh, not clapping? Uh, no. No. Everyone claps after a eulogy? Always a big yeah. clap, yeah. I'm regardless if it's sad or happy. So then what's your one on about then saying that people always clap? I'm nearly sure I've been to yokes where they don't clap. Yeah, once like when do people stop clapping and start Stop Man. clapping on planes, start clapping on funerals. Yeah, this think is just about, her experience. Think about somebody in a church, right? At the finish in the eulogy, yeah? Talking about their loved one. And they finish it. And no one says a word or you a whisper. Me, you have me second guessing myself. I'm, I'm telling you now. Because imagine they have to walk down them little carpet stairs and down that echoey church and nobody said that. So why is this a thing then if everyone claps no matter what? I don't know. That's what I'm trying to say. I've been think. on 90% of flights we've been on, people didn't clap. Yeah, I, I've, I haven't been on that many flights, so I'm yet to see someone clapping on a flight. I've never seen that. I thought that was actually a myth, to be honest with you. No. People that have... I've seen uh, 
videos online then and people are like slagging it been like you've never been on a flight where people clap he's not no. been on a plane but more than three hours well I have yeah still no but I mean how many flights have I been on in my life yeah I mean, how many times have you been to Turkey forever? alone four hours it's to hard to talk is yeah, it yeah it's a fucking nightmare and I've been to Turkey twice you get me but I mean <clears throat> I've been on long haul flights and they collapse. I'm talking about return flights as well. Over and back, I've probably been on 10 flights in my life, have I? 12? Maybe. 10, 12, max. Max 12, 14. Max 14. But I doubt, I think it's 12 flights I've been on in my life. But long haul flights, I've seen people clap. I, like, I think then people used to do still for the, like taking the piss. You're flying over to Manchester, it takes a half an hour and people are clapping and all. Like. I thought it was for the landing. Yeah, that's what I thought. Like I, when I seen well, it, the whole flight itself, uh, it's even well done. It was because it's only a successful flight if you land. Do you know what I mean? But I mean, are you not clapping because they're safe or something? Is that not yeah, it? Yeah, that's what it is. But well, I, I feel like clapping sometimes, boys. I'd be shit when I'm flying. Especially fucking flying. <laughs> I'd be clapping in the back of taxis now and they pull up at the gap. You're up there with that. Yeah, I don't bleed now. It's toilet. Do you know they don't even fly the plane? But why is that, boys? <laughs> when did that happen? When did people start slagging people for clapping? When they realise it's not that hard to fly a plane. As soon as someone claps. Ah, I'm not having that wish. Look up how much a pilot actually does in the plane. They take off and they land. They don't do anything else in between. Do you, know, do you know who made this exact argument? John McGuggan. Yeah. M- most of them He's are autistic. He yeah. did say that. He did say something like Did he not say something like 90% of the pilots are autistic? Yeah. He did. But come here, so, listen. I don't yeah, know what but... that has to do with anything. <laughs> <laughs> did we look that up? Um, can, we, <laughs> can we not look up what pilots actually do in between take off and land because I heard they do nothing that's the most vague thing you've ever asked anyone to Google what do pilots do, do? pilots actually fly the plane yeah. or do they put it into autopilot I, look but bro if that's the case me and you can go there and linguist tomorrow and get a job flying no because how do you take off and land and if something goes wrong in the meantime exactly so that's what they're there for but they're, yeah. but they're, they're the most them. important yeah. parts say, hang on I didn't say you don't need them I just said they don't actually fly in between they put on autopilot and they chill out have a cup of tea put the feet up there's cars and all that deal with that boys I'm not having it don't just, be down playing a pilot job. I'm just saying. You wanted to be a pilot. That's the reason why you wanted to be one. Yeah. Fuck all walking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you get paid a load of money. Yeah. That's what you do. But, uh, a few, Bob. Do you ever see that film Friends with Benefits? He runs up. Yeah, pilots get well paid. How much are we talking? A pilot, minimum, more. minimum. When Joe made that argument on Solar Podcast and the same episode, <laughs> he didn't seem to realise the connection here. He starts off giving out about pilots and saying anyone could do that job. There's no skill in that. <laughs> Later on, he's talking about going to auditions and he tells us a story of how he went for an audition to play the role of a dead body and he didn't get the job. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't lie down good enough or for long enough. Like, how do you look at the job for a dead body? I don't know, but he could, be, he could fly your plane across the Atlantic but he can't get the gig as a dead body. Tell you what, you're going to say when I've had to sleep in the documentary. Yeah, as well, there's an argument to be made. It's the hardest job them, we've done. Yeah, true. Do you know them scenarios where in films, I don't think it's ever happened in real life, it probably has, I've never bothered looking up but you know when something goes wrong with the pilot and they come back and they're like is anyone here can fly the plane and supposedly you can be coached into landing a plane by uh, air traffic control is that true? Yeah there are cases where that's happened yeah so yeah, but I mean, proven. if it's last resort, like the next resort there's nobody touches the plane Obviously. the pilot's dead and the petrol runs Hang on up. for a minute that's like saying only a chef can cook a meal my boy can cook a meal she's not a chef No, but I mean You don't have to be qualified to land the plane is what I'm telling you well, of course you have to be. No, no, you don't. He's only to tell you there. Well, people have landed planes. If it's 
if you're going to die regardless, they will try their best to help you land the plane. But, and then the plane has landed then. How so many people are have landed successful and how many are unsuccessful? That's what I want to know. That's what Owen's going to fact check. I'm not buying that, boys. But my question to you would have been, if they came back and they said, is there anyone here who wants to sit down, put the headset on and get coaching to land in this plane, are you stepping up? Would you trust me to fly the plane? I'm asking you. Would you step up? Yeah, of course I would. Yeah. You would, yeah. yeah. You'd say, I will. Yeah. You believe that you'd be able to land that plane? No. You don't? Then why would you step up? Someone has to do it. If everyone's saying no, I'll say, right, give me the bleeding controller. <laughs> the, uh, all the, the recent cases anyway of people being uh, coached on well. how to land the plane, they're all the Cessna planes, tiny planes. Ah, so Them things have a bleed. It's not a 737. They have a very bad uh, success rate, they do. Strike rate. Anytime you hear of something going wrong, send them yokes. Right, Little right. Two, two four-seater yokes. Last email. It's not even a question, it's just a fun fact. Love it. Lance Ark... Latin. Yeah, Lance Armstrong. There, no? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough, isn't it? You haven't done it for a while. You mentioned Lance... <laughs> yeah, Lamps. Lamps Armstrong. <laughs> <laughs> the worst part is this going to be cool. Alan Fium. You have to leave it in now. Let you mentioned know Lance Armstrong in the Amy with a Father bonus episode. Fun fact. Lance Armstrong cycled up Hothead in 1992. He was racing in the Nissan Classic. He took the long way up though, which is not as steep as going up Ballglass Road. Yeah. Cheers, lads. Virgin. So, so. <laughs> no, but. You don't know what that road is. <laughs> what? The, sh- the <laughs> hill? <laughs> the hill? The <laughs> No, listen to me. like, you think you know how knowledge? <laughs> listen to me. That's from where the bottom of the yoke is. The chipper is on the bottom of the road. That's the steep road. That's the one I went up. What's Lance Armstrong, There's two roads what do you from where is? the chipper is. Lance go up Armstrong the hill. had two options. Mm-hmm. They go up to the top of Hothead on a push bike and he chose the easier option. And I chose the harder option. That's what I heard. There's three roads really that go up. So there you go, Terry. If you get to Sutton Cross, well, there's a road going left and going right. Road. There's the back road. At the toilet. So are you saying when you get to the church, basically, there's the road splits in two? I'll tell you, so so when you're at the bottom of Hout, yeah? Yeah. There's a, what's at the bottom of the Starbucks or something, or a chipper or something? It's an Apache pizza now. Yeah, there, Apache, that's the one, yeah? So you go up Apache, and you just stay left all the way to the top. That's the steepest road. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's the road I cycled up. No, it's not the one he's talking about. <coughs> <laughs> so where did uh, Lance go? Lance went the same one you went. <laughs> so the easy one? <laughs> the camera's <was> real. <laughs> Did he, yeah? Did if you he? go to the right, there is... A sh- it's not the... There's a small section of road which you don't be in first gear to get up in a car. Bro, I'm telling you, the way I went up there, boys... And you want the foot down going up in the car? The most frustrating part is it takes about 40 minutes. But how she going down, boys, it takes 15 seconds to get off it. To get down from out to the bottom on a push bike, I mean. But it takes about 40 minutes to grow up it. But we went to San Francisco years ago and you know the trolleys going up the hill so there was a fella cycling alongside it he was training for like some big race and them things are like vertical they're like going up a wall and check them out. What is this? In San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Oh, not like Hout. No. Hout for me is, is the biggest hill in the world. Terry, there's hills in San Francisco do you know when I stand at the top of it? It looks like a cliff. It just looks straight down. It looks like you're going to drop. That's I fell off, yeah. In Hout? No, remember I fell off a cliff. Yeah, did we I want, never tell that? Yeah, this, this is a hill. This is a street. Like this, you. yeah. Nanny did be walking down the road getting the messages on this yoke. Do you know what I mean? Mm. You ever been to San Francisco? Home? No. Nope. You want to check that place out? Fucking hell, Roy. Kip. 
He yeah. fell off a cliff. I fell off a cliff. You, can't you told me this, did you? And one of the boys thought he was dead. He had a can in his hand, didn't spill a drop. <laughs> Am I right, Harry? <laughs> Perfect. The can of Budweiser was like a full stop in my hand. Uh, that's the end, boys. We're back. We're back. Harry Penis is going to try and break the five Lamps Armstrong fellas record. <laughs> He's a dope box, that thing. <laughs> Learn him doing nothing to juice. He wouldn't get to the top of how Ted not in the juice. That's yeah, that's a valid point as well. <laughs> he was PD'd up to the gills, that fella. So he has mm. done it, and it's a no contest after. I've done it, and I've done it, I'm one and all. We're out. I've he's, got the he's onto something. He's onto something, yeah. No, you went up the easy hill. So did Lance. There's no easy way to, to hold, bro. Mm. There's no easy way to hold on a push bike. I don't give a bollocks. Well, the toilet way would be fairly handy, I'd say. But the other two, bro, bollocks. Even the one at the toilets is steep. No, it's not too bad. The one that yeah. leads you to the start of the hill walk. That's steep too, yeah. Yeah, that's very steep, bad. But you ever see the other one, boys? There's a point when the bike is literally... On like, a wheelie. If you stop cycling, like, you're, you're just gone. Like, it's so steep. Anyways, uh, let's talk more about... How, we still have no intro. Right? Just keep talking. How is it's that a natural way of going? That's that episode of talking more about it. You just did it. Way, yeah? You just did it. Yeah, Good boy. Yeah, right. yeah. So what did I say a minute ago that fucked it? That's episode, yeah, yeah, so that's what I'm doing. That's the episode. What's it called? The last time, an introduction or something Outs, like that? Yeah, the, what was it, the introduction? <laughs> that's the episode of Talk More Bollocks, wrapped up. Boom! The Hip Knocker. Oh,